Today we see something different in the church, the mass. What do you see different? What is different from the past 20 weeks? White, right? We, are, we have a different color, finally. I was tired of wearing green every Sunday. But, well, now we are wearing white. But it's not for long, it's just for today. Uh, because this is the last week of the liturgical year. We have a liturgical year that begins with Advent and ends with the solemnity of Christ the King, that's, that's today. So next Sunday, we could be saying Happy New Year or Happy New Liturgical Year because we're going to start a new liturgical year. So this is the end of this journey, especially with Mark. We were reading the Gospel of Mark on Sundays. Today we read a different Gospel because it's a solemnity. But beginning next Sunday, hopefully, we're going to read Luke for a year, the Gospel of Luke. It's the beginning of a new cycle, a new liturgical cycle with the time of Advent, a beautiful time of the year. I love Advent and Christmas. It's beautiful in the liturgy. But today we have a reading, a gospel that is read at a different time of the year. Do you remember when do we read this gospel of John? When do you hear this during the year? Good Friday, yes, that's the, the other time that we read the Gospel of John. Usually the Passion of the Lord that is read on Sunday, uh, Palm Sunday, is taken from the evangelist of the year. Like next, Good next Palm Sunday, we're going to read from the Gospel of Luke. But Good Friday is always the Passion of the Lord according to John. And we are reading today a part of that Gospel. That speaks about the king, because this is the solemnity of Christ the king. So, I mean, why are we speaking about kings if we don't have many kings today? I know the king of Spain, uh, that's, I don't know, the queen of England, you know, but there is not much today. But this feast began in the 1920s, because there was the time of totalitarianism, I think is the word. Right, the, the, the kings, there was some kind of totalitarianism in the, in the world that you had to belong to a specific, uh, in, in politics, it's about politics. The church said, no, the only king is Jesus Christ, is God. So Pius XI, the Pope, began this celebration to remind us of who is really the king of our lives. So let's go through the gospel. The Passion of the Lord is amazing, it's, it's, it's beautiful. So today we have the dialogue between Pilate and Jesus. And Pilate is obviously in the, in the room, in the place, in the, in the square where he welcomes all these people who are coming to condemn somebody, who are accusing somebody. But the Jews didn't come in inside where Pilate and Jesus was because it was the time of Passover. And if you went, if the Jewish people went into the church of a Gentile, a non-Jewish person, you would be unclean. You couldn't celebrate the Passover. So they stay outside, but Pilate brings Jesus inside. And Pilate asks him, are you the king of the Jews? And this is a very important question 
Because to the Gentiles, those who were non-Jewish, Pilate, the Romans, if Jesus was trying to say that he was a king, he was a rebel. He was trying to, to, to take possession of Israel. He was trying to take possession of the land of the emperor. So that was terrible. Pilate couldn't allow that, right? The only king, the only emperor was Tiberius or Caesar at that moment. So are you the king of the Jews? And the Jews didn't want him as a king either. So the Gentiles didn't want him, and the Jewish didn't want him to recognize him as a king. So are you the king of the Jews? So they go through this questioning, and Jesus answers with more questions. And uh, Pilate asks, what have you done? These people handed you over to me. And then Jesus says that, yes, he's a king. But he's not a king like, like you are thinking, Pilate. Because he is not here to kill anybody. On the contrary, he's going to die for everybody. He's not here to dominate and send people and command people. He is here to obey. He is obeying the will of his father. He doesn't have an army. He's not going to defend himself. He has disciples. He doesn't have soldiers. They are disciples. So it's a very different kind of king. And his kingdom is very different too. My kingdom is not from this world. My kingdom is not from this world. What does it mean? That he doesn't have anything to do with us? That the kingdom cannot be happening in this world? No. The origin of the kingdom is divine. It comes from God. It, come, it doesn't come from the world. Remember that in the creed we say, we, uh, I believe in the holy Catholic church. Oh, some people say, church is not holy. Look at those people over there. <laughs> well, we say that the church is holy and it is a theological truth because her origins are holy. Because Jesus Christ, the Son of God and God himself, is the one who founded the church. That's why the church is holy, because the principles, the mission of the church, the principles are holy. That's why it's holy. So the kingdom, Jesus, God's kingdom, is not from this world. The origin is not on this world. It doesn't come from here. It comes from God. That's the origin of the kingdom. But it has to be lived in this world. That's the point. So you say, I am a king. And then what's the mission of Jesus? For this I was born, and for this I came into the world. To testify to the truth. What is Jesus not saying? I came to teach the truth. He's not saying that he came to teach the truth. He came to testify to the truth. He is a witness of God. His own life as a human being, being a divine person, but he is a human being too. 
his own life is a life of witness. And through his life, through his witness, he is teaching us how to live. But he didn't come to impose a truth because he himself is the truth. He's teaching us how to live. Okay, so what can we get from this solemnity of Christ the King? Well, the first and basic idea is that Jesus Christ, God, should be the King of our lives. Who is in possession of your heart? Oh, my heart belongs to you, Mary, Amanda, uh, they say other names, Annabelle, or I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the names of the women. <laughs> You know, oh, my heart belongs to you. My heart belongs to Jesus Christ and God. Your heart should belong first to God. In your decisions, in your life, in your school, at your work, every detail in your life should have God as the first person who you are going to consult about. That sounds like too much, but it's easy. God gave us principles. And in the preface, one of the parts of the, of the Mass, oh, we're in a, you know where the preface is, the preface of the Mass, we're going to speak about what is this kingdom of God, what is this kingdom of Jesus about. And he says seven things that I hope I will remember the seven right now, but I will try to remember. So we say that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus, is a kingdom of truth, and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of peace, justice, and love. Seven things, peace, justice, love, justice especially. How do you treat people at work? How clean are your businesses? How do you treat people at home? How do you treat people at school? What justice are you giving back to the world? What about your love? What about the peace that you have in your heart and that you can share with others? If Jesus Christ is the king of our lives, that should be manifested in our, in our daily life, in our relationship with each other. There is a phrase that says that if God is not the pilot, you're in the wrong flight. So who's the pilot of our lives? That changes, pilot, king. But who's leading your life? Who's the center? Who is at the center of your lives? And you don't have to be praying all the time, like uh, repeating or coming to Mass every day. That's good. If you can come to Mass every day, that's wonderful. But the most important thing is you come to Mass on Sunday. That's important. That's a commandment. But in your, how's your daily relationship with Jesus Christ. That's how we grow in that understanding of Christ as our King. When you pray at home, when you have that relationship with Him, when you find your way of prayer, there are spiritual readings, there are podcasts, there is music, there is sacred music, something that can help you connect with God. That's very important. That's how we start. But if you grow in that relationship with Jesus, you will not feel that Jesus wants to be your king as imposing something on you, but you will feel as a father who wants you to be happy and who wants the best for you. 
So I invite you to examine that. Who's the king of your life? One of the songs that we can sing in uh, the Mass, there is a song that says, the king of love my shepherd is. He's the king of love, the king of life, truth, the king of justice and peace, holiness and grace. I want him to be my king. I don't know about you.